Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. The Big Bark Listen Up Dog Owners is for you, all you canine lovers. It's your favorite podcast, The Big Bark, with your host, Dara Burke, and canine co-hosts, Bruno and Millie. The Big Bark. Good evening and welcome to The Big Bark, a very special Christmas edition of The Big Bark. And we have a good few guests for you this evening. Joining us in a few minutes is Pete Wedderburn, and you may know him from Ireland AM and from Virgin Media One, or his column in the Telegraph newspaper. We have Tim Corby from Pep Bond, joining us a bit later on as well. And we have Samantha Rawson from the Canine College of Dog Training, as well as Carrie from Madra, and we're hoping to have Marie from Limerick Animal Welfare joining. We have Santa Claus himself going to be joining shortly as well. And we'll have live music from Mirren as well a bit later on in the show. So, I tell you one thing, it's been an incredible year. It's been a strange year for a lot of people. But for us here at the Big Bark, we set out what we wanted to do, and for the festive season, we have raised a heck of a lot of money for four wonderful charities. We raised money for Madra, for Limerick Animal Welfare, Dogs Aid, and for the Search and Rescue Dogs Association. So we're absolutely delighted, and I hope to have a final total on that a bit later on in the show for you. So first of all, let me welcome in Pete Wedderburn. So Pete is going to tell us all about his new site, which is petfixclub.com, and it is an absolute privilege to have Pete here on the show with us today. Pete, very huge welcome to the Big Bark. Hi, Dara. How are you doing? Great to see you. Listen, doing great. Your, your podcast fantastic. It's just great that somebody's gone to all this effort to set this up and to actually make animals such a focus of a podcast here in Ireland. It's, it's great that you're doing this. Thanks ever so much. And um, from UP, that that actually means a lot to hear that. I'm I I suppose I could say I'm a, a bit of a fanboy because I've been following you on stuff for years. And you do some brilliant articles. You do some wonderful features on Ireland AM, and it's it's always a privilege to even follow you on social media. Thanks very so, much. You probably watched Echo Island all those years ago, did you? I did actually. Yeah, I I'm kind of at that age now where I can still remember those things. Well. Pete, tell me about Pet Fix Club. Well, Pet Fix Club is kind of like a natural extension of working as a vet in the media. And really, it, it started out with a mission um, of, of really looking to the future and looking at how animal care is changing uh, with the advent of the internet. And, and the aim really, the bottom line, is that the aim is to provide affordable, high-quality online veterinary advice to everybody everywhere all the time and that, that was the kind of the starting point of it um and we went on there and that that was that was two years ago now and we we basically put in place um a huge first of all we started off with a really big encyclopedia of everything about um you know different aspects of animal care we trawled through my own archives that i've been writing for the last 25 years and we kind of chose the best of those i wrote a book actually about 20 years ago on just basically owning a pet 
and and it was everything from hamsters to gerbils to to guinea pigs and dogs and cats and and that book sold well for a few years and then time moved on and I bought the rights from, from the original publisher. And so we, that's one of the things that we put into Pet Fits Club was all that information about just good quality care of all pets. And we also put in lots of, we, we made over 150 professional videos about particular aspects that people get worried about. For example, your dog's got um, gastroenteritis, what do you do? So we, we put some professional videos in there about the really, the, the common problems that people have to face with their pets. Um, and once we'd done all that, we thought, well, what more can we do? Um, and we, we then decided that um, we'd make an online pet store where we wouldn't just stock everything. We'd basically stock everything that I would like to have myself available in the pet shop of my dreams. And so that includes different types of foods, um, different pet accessories from Kongs to canine connectables, um, different types of leads and harnesses, things like Julius Canine, everybody aware of, and a whole bunch of other ones. Um, actually, a really, a really nice Northern Irish um, sort of tweed type. Um, that's a bandana, but she's also done leashes and collars that go with that. Um, and so we basically a whole different selection of stuff online, but then to go on from there, we, we decided to use computer technology as best we could to really help people in, in, in the simplest of ways. And so two of the things that I think are really exciting are, um, a, a personalized pet planner. And what happens there is the computer basically asks you a bunch of questions about how you look after your pet from exercise to feeding, to dental care, to toys and you spend five ten minutes typing all your answers and then we give you our recommendations on what you should do and so you get green coded green ticks where you've done everything right amber amber little warnings when maybe you can improve things a little bit and the red zone the red things are things that you really ought to do very urgently for example if you haven't wormed your dog for over a year or you haven't been seen a vet for over two years you should really take quite urgent sort of action so that's the pet personalized planner and then to go on from there then we we have a, an automated triage system so if you've got something wrong with your pet and just not quite sure what to do about it again you type in your your questions or type in the, the signs your pet's showing you and 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 what we'll do is we'll come back to you immediately saying this is what you ought to do so you get asked a bunch of questions about what's your pet doing and at the end of that whole process you're given a recommendation and that could be look go to the vet urgently um so maybe your cat's got a blocked bladder and you haven't seen your cat past urine for a day and it's squatting on the list tray all the time that is an absolute emergency and you need to get to the vet without any delay at all it's dangerous that's the first possibility second possibility is maybe a dog's got a, a a slight runny eye no more than that it's quite bright and quite happy and we might say to you look that's something which you might um give some simple treatment like wiping with a bit of moist cotton wool for the, for the next 24 48 hours uh, uh and and you know at that stage if you if, if the animal still isn't better then you know need to go and see the vet and then the third possibility is something like maybe a dog with a with an obvious ear infection and um so i had somebody come into me once somebody contact me on, on a sunday afternoon about this one time do they need to go to the vet straight away and i was able to say to them look yeah you do need to go to the vet to get this sorted but you don't need to go right now you can it's not an emergency so you can wait till tomorrow morning and then contact your vet so that's the second part that's quite novel. And the third bit that's quite novel, and I think really almost key to, to, to our website, is the Ask a Vet button. 
And what that means is you click on a button and you can you can then you then can type in a message of something that's bothering you about your pet. You can send a photograph or a video and myself or one of my team will get that message immediately and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. So, again, um, it, it's just a way of giving people personalized, individualized advice from a vet very, very promptly. Now, it's not the same as going to see a vet. It's not the same as having a hands-on consultation. We can't, we can't make diagnoses, but we can give people, um, you know, really good general information. Uh, and and my aim is really to help pet owners be empowered. Um, I've always thought that, that that veterinary medicine, a bit like human medicine, can get a little bit sort of, I don't know, um, can confuse people because it can be made to seem so complicated. Whereas in actual fact, it's really, it, it, it's at many levels it's common sense and 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 it's about giving people the benefit of my training and experience to help them deal with their pets in a really effective way on their own um and i you know i said i said um that i would tell people when they, when they, they can go to the vet but one of the situations that i've had already had to deal with is there was somebody contact me from bangladesh because their little cat had really a very bad dose of diarrhea and their other cat had already died of this diarrhea and they couldn't get to a vet because of where they live and what could they do so i was able to say to them listen i'm not sure what's wrong with your cat but the most important thing with any case of diarrhea is to make sure you maintain the fluids so keep giving your cat plenty of oral fluids and keep them nurse them well keep them warm and stay with them and she then kept in touch with me over the following couple of days and her cat made a really good recovery so that's a kind of example extreme example of, of how i think um online can now really help people an awful lot and do you know Pete, the thing about it is like especially the year we've had with like the with the covid lockdowns and looking like we're going into one again probably after christmas but especially now with, with that you have like this brilliant resource online now so you can first of all like go to perfect club rather than going to the vet straight away. Obviously, if your dog or your cat is in a real dire stage, like you, everyone's recommendation would be to see uh, your vet immediately. But it's a great mm-hmm. resource to have. And like, to my knowledge, there's been nothing like this in Ireland before. I, I, I actually don't think there's anything quite like it in, in the world. I think it's a world first in that sense. You see, people can sign up for free, okay? So you can get a month, 30 days, no, no cost at all. That gives people a flavor of what it's like. But after that, we ask people to pay five euros a month and or 4.99 um and for that then they can ask the vet as many questions as they want um um and we, as well as i've only really touched on what we have there those are the main things as far as i can see but we also have an online community so people can share photographs and they can you know have discussions about different aspects of pet care and we also have a list of services so people who run boarding kennels or dog training or animal behavior stuff or anything at all connected with pets um they 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 can have listings there so and it's all geolocated you see there's an awful lot you can do online nowadays computers are just such remarkable tools and the idea is that we, we're using those tools to give people the, the best experience they can for themselves and for their pet that's that's what it's all about really and it is amazing i mean how, how things have changed in the last even the last just 10 years you know people are they have a computer everywhere on, on their phone and and why not use that to the best best they can Exactly. And like you look at how much things are changing again, even in the last couple of years with artificial intelligence really mm. taking and machine learning really taking a major role 
in computers. Yeah. And you see it even on Facebook, like even if an ad pops up, it knows it's like to your preferences. So like it, it really is an area of growth and it's somewhere that's I think is gonna really expand going forward. Well that's I, I very much see the current version of of, of Pet Fix Club, if you like, that's like Mark One because exactly what you said. I mean, when we started this process two years ago, I actually thought in my head, we're going to, this is going to be a, a website that's going to use artificial intelligence to help animal care. And then as, as, as we got into it, it became obvious that, that, that that's artificial intelligence is a big stretch. It's, a, it's very much evolving, um, but it's also very complex. And, um, you know, it's, it's something which I think that, that, that we will evolve to in due course. Um, but at the, and at the moment, there are some websites out there that would, that would claim artificial intelligence when, when, um, when um, dealing with different aspects, different signs that pets may show. But when you look into it, I don't believe it's really artificial intelligence. It's algorithms, you know, a bit like our, our triage checker. It's not, it may look intelligent in the sense you type in questions and the computer asks you questions back and you, you type in your answers and then they come to a conclusion. It may look like some sort of artificial intelligence, but it's not machine learning. It's not. And at the end of the process, by the way, we asked the question, did, was that satisfactory for you? you know, did that reach the conclusion that you wanted? And, and we have actually checked it. We've, we've gone to, um, we've, on the phone, we, we contacted vet clinics and we've recorded what they would recommend for animals showing the signs that we're talking about, whether it's a sore ear or a gastroenteritis or an animal an animal who's had a seizure and who's fine again, whatever. We've put in all the different scenarios into our triage checker, got the outcome, and we contacted vet clinics and we got the outcome. And the and the, the correlation is very close indeed. So I you know I'm happy to say that I think that we're you know we're a really good alternative to that. But with machine learning behind it, you can get better again. Uh, and and that's that's probably what is coming down the road. Um, and yes, it's very exciting. I have to say also by the way, I think the first thing most people will do if their pet does have a problem, whether whether it's an immediate problem that they see in front of them or whether they go to the vet and the vet tells them, I don't know, your dog's got, um, you know, like granulomatous meningoencephalitis, whatever, something complicated. First thing people do these days really is type it into Google, you know, and, 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 and they, for me, the results in Google are terrible, terrible, because they, they basically, you get told, really one of two main things first of all you may be told the very worst possible outcome so so your your, your dog has has had a seizure and it seems fine again and you'll get told your, your dog may have some terrible untreatable tumor or it may have a, a, a bizarre meningocophilitis and cephalitis of some kind caused by some sort of fungus and you you learn these things and it fills you with, with fear whereas it really isn't that complicated most dogs that have a seizure for example are very very treatable and go on to very very normal lives that's one example so first of all you discover the very worst things but the second thing is you often get given advice from websites which are high in the google rankings because they've engineered that to be the case so for example if your dog's a ruptured cruciate ligament you'll get taken to to, to really good articles written by um veterinary practices that offer the high-end cruciate surgeries which are really very effective Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. 
What's that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there. Sharing plates with just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. But what you won't be told, for example, or what you find it hard to discover, is that if your dog weighs less than 15 kilograms and it's ruptured its cruciate ligaments, there's a very high chance your dog will get completely better with no surgery at all, simply with pure rest and time after four to six weeks. You won't get told that by Google. Um, and and so, you know, my aim with, with Pet Fix Club is to give people trusted advice when they have those sorts of situations so they can come to us and know that they'll be given the benefit of of uh, knowledge and experience from vets who who have been that soldier on the battlefield of pet care and you know they they know that not everybody's going to pay for mri scans and ct scans and titanium implants I and mean, they know that there are alternatives to those things that's fantastic listen pete i'm going to come back to you in a small world uh, i want to bring on our next guest here and that is none other than uh let me see where my mouse is my mouse likes to disappear on this laptop uh so i'm gonna bring on our next guest and that is Santa Claus hello santa Santa, how are you doing doing very well i'm doing very well i'm quite busy uh i've just been out feeding the reindeer and the reindeer it's hard to feed them at this time of year because what reindeer love is they love digging their snout in the snow and digging out little funguses from the, the roots of the trees. And the snow is getting quite thick now. So I have to help them. I have to shovel away the snow so that they can get at their favorite food. Oh, reindeer, I suppose, are as close as I come to pets, although I do have one husky. Oh, oh, oh. he likes the cold here. Lovely, Santa. And Santa, it's been... How are you doing? Have you been good? Yeah, it's been it's been a very strange year, Santa, hasn't it? It has been a very, very strange year. It hasn't been so bad at the North Pole because we're a little bit isolated and not too many people come to visit us. So the COVID hasn't affected us, but the rest of the world has been very, very bad. Uh, at, uh, it's it, it will be good when this year is over. And I'm hoping when I go around the world, I will drop a little something extra into all those people who've been working to give us a vaccine so that we can escape this and have a better year next year. <laughs> That's fantastic, Santa. And tell me, are you are you looking forward to Christmas Eve? Are you looking forward to Christmas Well, am I looking forward to it? That's an interesting question. I enjoy it, but it's hard work. I have so many houses to visit that night. Oh, I will be exhausted. And my white beard will be black from all the chimneys. <laughs> I look a bit like you, Dara, with the black beard. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is a side effect. Of getting a bit big for the chimneys too. Sorry, it, it, the beard is a side effect from lockdown. Oh, oh yes, uh, we we all forgot to shave. I've been forgetting for eight hundred years now. Mrs. Claus keeps saying to me, she says, Santa, don't forget. And I say, Mrs. Claus, I will not forget. And then I remember I forgot to shave again today. <laughs> Some year I'll surprise her and I'm shaving all off. <laughs> I hate to think me, what I'd look like under this. Uh, <laughs> have I you had many, looks are gone. 
But uh, have you had many requests for presents from doggies and kittens around the world? Doggies and kittens around the world. Well, I've had some. Uh, most most dogs have quite simple needs. They they love affection, and I think if a dog is in a happy home, the dog doesn't even want anything. So dogs are very very easy. Now cats are a little bit different. <laughs> cats are quite demanding. You know what they say. Uh, dogs have owners, cats have servants. <laughs> but dogs, I find, as long as you as long as you make time for them, that's what a dog wants. And I know when I come down the chimney, often, especially people who have small little dogs, they yap a lot. <laughs> and all you have to do is give them a little bit of attention, and uh, then they calm down completely. But I do like I do like some doggy treats. That I know my husky. I have a husky. And I know my husky loves the bacon-flavored treats. And I know a lot of dogs like those. The one thing I avoid, though, is I never, ever give a dog anything with chocolate in it. And even the things that are safe for a dog, you don't want to give a dog a taste for the chocolate because chocolate is not good for dogs. Chocolate is for Santa, not for dogs. Ho, ho, ho. And, and I suppose for me as well over the last over the last five months. Well, you, 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 you've been good the last 12 months. I do know that. And I think when I was when I was young, I think I was about 840. I remember you asked for a bike one year, and I think I forgot to leave it there. So I think you've been good enough this year that I might consider giving you a bike. Would you have any place to cycle, though? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll if find the country again, I could give you a stationary bike and you could cycle in your own room. <laughs> I, I might need that in January, all right. <laughs> well, listen, you Santa, might, you might. Santa, thank you so much for joining us this evening. I know you have a lot of work to do this evening and over the next few days. And everyone will be in bed on Christmas Eve. You everyone will be in bed on Christmas Eve. You oh, yes. Fast asleep. <laughs> and no snoring. <laughs> I know a lot of people snore and it scares the reindeers. You land on a roof, you hear the snoring, you think there's a bear down there. And the reindeer sometimes have flown off the roof and I've come up the chimney and I've been looking around and nobody to bring me to the next house. So make sure no snoring. Fast asleep. And if you want to leave something, a carrot is always appreciated for the reindeer and a glass of milk and a cookie for me. And sometimes near the end of the run, a glass of whiskey. And then I can let one of the elves drive the sleigh. <laughs> they don't touch the whiskey. Santa, listen, very happy Christmas and thank you for joining us on the Big Bear. It's been a pleasure and a happy Christmas to everyone. And more importantly, a happy new year to everyone. Bye-bye. Bye, Santa. Bye-bye. That was a bit of a coup, Dara. <laughs> that, that, that that was good. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think Santa had a bit of an echo, probably a bit of uh, distance there between us and Paul. But... Fair enough. Oh. Well, look, I'm going to bring on, next of all, I'm going to bring on uh, Dr. Tim Corby. I believe you know Tim quite well as well. I do indeed. Tim, how are you doing? Hey, hey Darren. Hi, Pete. How are you keeping? Tim, you were on a couple of weeks ago, uh, chatting yeah. away like, about the stuff not to give a uh, dog for Christmas. And like, the two of you, I suppose, yourself and Pete here, both in vets, you would see a lot of like cases over the Christmas where dogs ingest things that they shouldn't. Absolutely, Darren. 
Um, I suppose listening to Santa Claus there, you know, he could nearly sign up um, to get a job in Petfix Club. I think he gave out so much advice. So <laughs> he's an interesting character, Santa Claus. <laughs> so he is. Yes. And a uh, um, very um, familiar accent, Dara. I'm not too sure if he's uh, if he's that far away from you, is he? Uh, he's 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 not that far away. He, he travels around a bit, but Millie has just joined us here as well. So Millie, you missed yeah. Santa Claus. There so. You Tim, tell me then, uh, for you, Tim, what has been the highlight of 2020 for you? I, I suppose the highlight, I suppose the personal highlight, we just had a little baby recently again, Darius, so that's a personal highlight, absolutely. Um, I suppose professionally, um, I think we've made huge strides with the animal welfare in the country. We've a long way to go, may I add, but certainly we've we've taken a couple of steps forward collectively. And I suppose... We're all obviously interested in animals here. This is why we're on this podcast in the first place. So I think it's good that we are certainly going in a positive direction, I would say, Dara. Like there's a long, long road ahead. We've a lot of work to do, but you have to start somewhere. That's that's what I always see. And, you know, unless you do make a start, you can never reach a positive place. So in that sense, I think there are a lot of people trying to go the right direction. As I said, we have taken strides and go in that direction. And I think that is a good positive to take from it. Um, it has been a difficult year, not just alone for individuals within the country, but for say pet owners as well, struggles from, from, from listening to them as well. So I think a lot of the new ideas that have come out over the year um, are certainly very, very helpful to pets and their owners as well. So I think just you touched on it with Pete there as well. The use of technology has been, I think, an advent that has taken strides forward, actually, this year. And, you know, the more people use it positively, I think, is what can really create change. So I think collectively like that, there is certainly we have seen strides forward. But, you know, we've a long road to go as well. Absolutely. And you mentioned there, like, it's been a hard year for owners, especially with the lockdowns. But, like, Pete, I think you'd agree like dogs cats like having a companion animal it has definitely helped a lot of people through this year i think it's been a, a remarkable year for pets in fact because um i mean just the, 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 the first of all they've been a, a remarkable support for people so like we lived we've lived in really crazy times when um we can't see our human friends um and where we've had to stop socializing largely have to stop going out had to stop going on holidays and so we've all been at home so much more and pets have been like rocks of stability beside us and they don't know that it's um there's a pandemic going on so they behave normally and so they, they, they and they really have given us good lessons in in living in the moment and, and appreciating what's around us and pets have been great for that and it's been a remarkable time as well in um in the changes that have happened first of all the legislation that came in in february march um, changing how pets are allowed to be advertised. Now, that legislation is not properly enforced yet, but it will be. And the fact that it's there is a big advance. Um, and as well as that, then the, the huge demand that has happened, in particular for puppies, is is quite um, unbelievable. And, 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 and nobody would have predicted that. So the puppies, pedigree Labrador puppies that would have sold for four or 500 euros a year ago are now selling for... 1500 or even 2000 euros for a, for a puppy and that's that's a huge change um and in some ways that's very negative uh, um in, uh, uh, because that will indeed feed 
people who are in uh, dog breeding for the wrong reasons because the people will be looking at this and saying, well, I can make a lot of money now. Um, but, but the other side of it is, I suppose, that it does mean that animals have, have more value to, 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 I suppose, a financial value reflects the value, the emotional value, the total value of the animals to people. So in some ways, the fact that they are more financially valuable surely does reflect the fact that people are appreciating them more and, and, and giving them more overall value. And that has to be a good thing. Absolutely. And on that, I want to bring in Samantha Awesome. Samantha, welcome to the Big Buck. Hi, Dara. Hi, Pete. Hi, Tim. Hi, Samantha. So, Samantha, you were on with us in one of our last uh, episodes of season one. And this mm -hmm. was back in around July or thereabouts when what else was going on was the dog theft e epidemic, as it was known as that time. Yeah. Now, that's still going on. And I suppose you probably be in agreement with Peter, like that the value of dogs as well, like rising so much. I actually think that has probably fueled the the dog thefts that we've been seeing. Yeah, it has. And and going back to what Pete said, you know, the 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 raise in the monetary value of a dog. I don't know if it's yet to be seen that it equates with the emotional value of a dog. I mean, we've obviously all realized how valuable dogs are, or maybe people who didn't realize how valuable dogs were emotionally to us. I mean, we obviously all know that already, but maybe there's a new, you know, fan club of dogs now. But I would hope that, that the rise in monetary value equates to the actual emotional value of the animal itself, that it's not just, you know, a commodity. Um, so certainly, yeah, the dog thefts were, were obviously spurned on by, the, you know, the prices that, that dogs could command. But but really, I, I, I don't know. I'd love to see maybe legislation where there is a, a ceiling on a market value of a dog, you know, because after all, they're pets. Sorry, Jazz, one of my dogs is going bananas here looking for a toy. Um, they are pets. They're not commodities. They're not, you know, racehorses. They're not livestock. They're pets. So I think there maybe should be a ceiling on their actual monetary value. Jazz. And you know, Samantha, like in that episode, we actually talked uh, with Dr. Sean Alston, who is mm. working with, uh, who was working at the time with TD James Brown to introduce new legislation. And like you mentioned there about like the um, a ceiling on the value of a dog. Mm. Uh, one good thing that actually came out this year, I suppose, was the, the likes of Don Deal. And even Facebook marketplace and all stopped actually allowing the sale of animals. So, like that's definitely shown uh, that there is steps in the right direction here. Yeah, but I don't. I don't mean to be a party pooper, especially at Christmas. But I've had a few clients who, obviously, you know, I know how much they paid for the dog, given that it's lockdown and and COVID and all the rest of it. And then they kind of say to me, "Oh God, I hope I'm not supporting puppy farming." Well, I'm sorry, you probably are. Because good breeders don't command that kind of money. Good breeders have a waiting list. So if you've gone out and recently spent an extortionate amount of money on a dog, I'm sorry, there's a high probability that you are supporting puppy farming. Now, that's not to say that there is legalized, licensed, you know, checked by the councils. There are legalized puppy farmers. But I don't know. I, I think if, if you really are. With bills to pay and debt piling up, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. Personal loans through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track financially if eligible. Our secure application process allows you to customize the terms that work for you and your budget. So check your eligibility today without affecting your credit score and help get your finances back on track. NetCredit, a more personal, personal loan. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com partners for more information. 
with fast funding up to $10,000 available through net credit. Our online application process was designed to get the money you need quickly if approved. You can borrow an amount that meets your needs and repay in a way that works for your financial situation. And we report on-time payments to credit bureaus, so you can build credit history as you repay. See what net credit can do for you today. Check your eligibility without affecting your credit score at netcredit.com. All net credit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the net credit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com slash partners for more information. Concerned about animal welfare, you would sit on your wallet and, and just wait until things calm down a bit. Tim, I'm going to go ahead, please. People do find themselves in difficult situations. Like I had one recently where somebody uh, found themselves in an environment where they, they, they thought they'd done everything right in choosing a breeder and they, they checked or they, they got the IPAG download list of everything to check, but they actually mm. got to the place um, and they realized it was in a rented bungalow. Um, mm. There was no sign of the, the family that was meant to be there. There was no sign of them. And they looked around and they thought, we've been had. This is a setup from a poppy farmer. But at that stage, um, the puppy was in front of them. The kids with their own kids were there who'd been looking mm. forward to this great event. And they just found it impossible to walk away from. And and yeah. I've heard, heard a study that something like <laughs> something like half of people who are in that that situation will just go through with it because they just um they find it too difficult to back out once they've committed so far. And I, I, I think yeah. all you can do is give people the information and I think in most cases you would spot it in advance. Um but mm. sometimes you do get caught out unfortunately. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, people are up to no good, uh, have ways and means of hiding things. And, and obviously, if you're if you're innocently duped and you think you've done all your research, you've done everything right, everything right, then there's nothing you can do about that. And I suppose us as professionals, all we can do is support the new pup or the new pet or the new family in that situation and give them the best advice um, going forward. And, and I suppose all they can do is to put the word out to their friends and family and say how easy it is to be duped. Mm, that's it. So, Tim, I'm going to let you come in there as well, because, like, Tim, obviously with all the work you've done at Pet Bond and, Absolutely. like, you work, like, with uh, reputable breeders, would you like to give your, your own bit of input there? Yeah, I mean, absolutely, I'd agree. Uh, the point that, that, first of all, that Sam, Samantha, you raised there, you see, it's very difficult to benchmark, you know, how do you value a pet? And it's a very, very difficult question to answer, really. Because with most things in life, with quality, there is a benchmark. The higher price is associated with better quality. Mm. And it almost seems to be the reverse when it comes to pets. So you look at some crazy scenarios that are going on out there and people commanding huge prices for very sick animals genetically and, you know, animals that will go on to develop a lot of issues as well. So, you know, price isn't really a good indicator of quality or say origins of where a puppy comes from. That's the first point that, that I would make as well. So it's a very, very unusual sector in that sense. And just as Pete said there as well, you know, there are key things to look out for as well. I mean, just that example there of going to, you know, an address to get a puppy. I mean, there's way, we have ways certainly where we provide specific information that there is only one address to go to, to collect a puppy. And we have verification of that before anyone that's looking to get that puppy would actually go there in the first place. And that's binding in our terms and conditions of the person that is buying the puppy. So, you know, there's a lot of key touch points that you do have to address. And certainly the changes that came in earlier in, in 2020, they are very, very useful. 
but just a standalone touch points, they're, they're absolutely not enough. You know, you have to go well beyond those. So I know that, you know, a lot of people are trying to bring other platforms in line that they do comply with those, but you have to go way beyond those. And that's something we do. We go far beyond those requirements to ensure that number one, you have the unethical suppliers don't have access to the public. And number two, that the public looking for a puppy do have some protection as well. And, you know, it's not a case where, you know, the public don't have any stake in this or responsibility. I see it as a shared responsibility. So as a person that is looking to get a puppy, you do have to take a step back and ask certain questions before you even consider getting a pet in the first place. Okay, very good. Well, just him on what, like what you do in pet bond. Obviously, I think everyone will agree there's loads of dogs and loads of animals in general looking for homes from different uh, shelters. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to bring in our next guest there. It's getting a bit packed in here, but I want to welcome oh, Harry there. Uh, Harry, how are you doing? Hi Clara, how's it going? Very big welcome to the big bark and Carrie, uh, you probably know most of the people here. Uh, Carrie from Madra, tell us a bit about Madra, will you? Yeah, so um, Madra was set up in 2005. Um, we take in about 500 dogs every year. We take them from the local uh, county pounds in Galway and Mayo and our um, aim is to rehome all the dogs in our care. We do get a lot of dogs that come to us that are not socialized, um, have come with a lot of trauma behind them. So we use reward-based training to work with them um, before we can move them on to the next step where they can go into foster homes and then eventually get adopted. So there, there's quite a lot of work involved. We have a very small kind of um, core team. And I suppose this year has been really tough for us because we haven't to kind of hold the normal kind of fundraisers that we would normally do during the year um, because of COVID. So we really appreciate the support um, from yourself, Dara, and everyone at the Big Bark and everyone who's gotten involved with the raffles because it's it's things like that that is really keeping rescues going at the moment. Well, absolutely delighted to do it for you. Um, I was in uh, Madras uh, shelter a good few years back uh, with a friend of mine and it was just it, it was really out in the middle of nowhere to be honest uh i didn't even get like three on my uh phone at the time but like it was a wonderful place to visit and i'll definitely hope we'll be back during the new year we'd absolutely love to have you back it's been uh, done up a bit since you were there but uh, uh we'd love to show you around when you come back Fantastic. Well, look, what I'm going to do now is we're going to take a break from the talking and I'm going to bring on our musician here, uh, Muren. Let me see. Uh, Muren, are you there? Hey, how are you? Hi, Muren. How are you doing? Very welcome to the Big Bang and thank you Hi. for coming on this evening to perform a few tunes. So what I'm going to do for now is I'm going to the screen and I'm going to describe remote work for just a few minutes there. Sorry, yeah, okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, we can all hear you. Okay. Perfect. So, um, so I'm just going to sing two songs for you guys. Um, my name is Marin. Uh, I'm from Dublin. And I just want to say thank you so much for having me. Um, I know it's hard to get gigs during COVID, so thank you for having me on and let me play. So I'm going to play two songs for you now. And the first one's an original, and then we'll go on to the Christmas songs. So uh, this first one's called I Do Better. And it's kind of about... Um, during COVID, no one's really liked being alone the whole time, but I love it. I'm one of those people that loves being by myself, like I'm not mad about people in the nicest way possible. But um, 
Yeah, so this is called I Do Better. Should I be love at this point of my life? Or should I at least know where I'll end up? Should I have my future planned, or at least not two months? I don't even know what I have for lunch, and don't tell me your name, oh, I won't remember. Don't tell me your mistakes, so I won't forget them. And if I wanted to change, I could go and get it, but I'd rather be alone. I had to better when I'm on my own. I had to better when I'm on my own. If I had a choice to sit on my own or have a conversation with someone I already know, I think the option is obvious. I'd rather keep myself confident and don't tell me your name. Don't tell me your mistakes so I won't forget them. And if I wanted to change, I could go and get it, but I'd rather be alone. I'd do better when I'm on my own. I'd do better when I'm on my own. was called I Do Better. I wrote it during quarantine because I was loving the time for myself, but um, unfortunately I had to go back to school and get back to reality. So um, I'm going to sing a Christmas song now. Uh, I chose um, White Christmas and later on when I come back I'm going to do another Christmas song. And so this one I chose because my mom, my, I had a choice between my mom and my dad's favorite Christmas song. Uh, I took my mom's one because it was easier to sing. Um, my mom's favorite Christmas song she said a while ago was White Christmas. And my dad's was a little uh, drummer, drummer boy, the David Bowie version. So um, I like this one. So I hope you like this.
So that was White Christmas, and if I'm not sure what the plans like for you guys, if I have found another song or um, I can let you guys get back to that, it's very interesting. And um, I think I have if you don't mind what we might do is if, you, if you're afraid to hang about we might have you actually sing out at the end of the show yeah perfect yeah perfect okay well look right. we only have another few bits to do we have the raffle left to do and just kind of to wrap up as well so we'll put you backstage for the time being and perfect. we'll talk to you shortly thanks Wayne. thank you thanks, brilliant voice well done thank you Okay, let's bring back our guest here now. Guys, welcome back. Uh, okay, so hearing a bit of an echo there now. Um, let me see. Okay, yeah, that's better. All right, uh, let's get the raffle done here. So I have the other laptop up here for the um for the screen here. And I'm just going to bring up as well, kind of get a running total here 
of how much has actually been raised. So let me just see. Uh, that's up now in a sec. And okay, stripe will be the easiest way to do that. Now. Okay, so the total ones that we raised, I'm not sure. Let me just see who is. Let's see who has a bit of noise there. Uh, Carrie, I'm just going to mute you there. Oh, it's not Carrie. Hold on a sec. I'm just trying to see who has a bit of noise there. Okay, anyway, the total funds raised from all events that we've done over the last month since the 29th of November is 1705 euro. Yeah, well done. So, those funds go between, that's between Madra. Uh, between Limerick Animal Welfare, Dogs Aid, and the last charity is Dogs Association. So we're delighted with the response and thank you to everybody who has actually pitched in over the last month. And Carrie, special thanks to you for being so great sharing as well over the last over the last month. I'd say you must be nearly tired of all the social media posts by now, but thanks so much for all that. And it's totally Thank you. Thanks to all the uh, to the other charities. Thanks to Marie O'Connor. Marie couldn't join us from Limerick Animal Welfare this evening. Uh, she got held up. Um, thanks to uh, Idel in Search and Rescue, uh, Dog Association of Ireland, and thanks to Anya in Dog Aid as well. So with that, let's get the raffle underway here, and I have all the names, all the numbers gone in and into the wheel here so i'm going to start with the first the first one here okay so our first number i need to document these two our first number is 139 and that is for the bottle of red wine so let's see. Fine. Next up, what do we have? Next up is ticket number 217, and that is for the bottle of white wine. <laughs> it's a dog fest. Look, it's a dog oh. fest. So while we go, next up we have the Morphe Richard Spiralizer, and the winner of that is, let's see, I'm going to spin this thing again here, okay, next up, Morphe Richard Spiralizer, what number is this? Um, <laughs> that is ticket 157. Again, then. Okay. Uh, next up, we have a 30 euro voucher courtesy of the Milk Thistle Kitchen and Restaurant here in Limerick. So, if anyone's ever wins it down that way, it'd be a great one to win. Hello. Oh, twist. 
And that goes to ticket number 171. So, let's see. I'm going to get... Oh, really? Give me a moment. Get up. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, so next up is spinning, spinning, spinning. Next up is ticket 208. So that is for the Licking Mat Wobble, and that is courtesy of positive uh, dog training in Dublin. So next up, then we have two packets of North. Petrates, and that is for ticket oh, really? 213. Oh. Okay, and uh, oh. again. What? You want to break the computer? Stop. Sounds like he's a handful there, Samantha. Which dog is that? Is that your dog, Samantha? Yeah. Sounds like a board there. Yeah, yeah. Collie, they're just too impatient. Next up, we have the 100 Mottmets. And that is ticket number 104. What? What are you talking about? Okay. Uh, next up, we have a selection of training goods. From that includes, uh, let me see, includes a nice bag there. For, for your for your belt and the dog lead as well. So that one is going to that's going to ticket number one one five. And next up we have two bags of treats. Yeah. And, and that is going to ticket number that's one seven six. One seven six. That's it. I'm done. Okay. Next up, then we have a copy of Easy Peasy Doggy Squeezy. So that's the book by Steve Mann. So we have a copy of that to give away next. And uh, let me bring that up. That is going to ticket number. Walking in the dark. It's going to ticket number two hundred. And two more prizes left. Next up, we have the Waggy Pet ID tags. They were on the show on the 29th of November. Uh, yeah. We have ID tags there. And that is going to ticket number 101. And let me see. Finally, then, our main prize, which is the 175 euro voucher. From Cormac on photography, and I want to give Cormac a massive shout out as well. Um, Cormac did a brilliant photo yeah. there the other day for Limerick Animal Welfare, and yeah, uh, like allowed basically, and that way, then like they were in the photo shoot as well. So it was a really nice idea. And Cormac gave us two vouchers one for this raffle and one for the last one, both were 175 euros. So Big shout out to Cormac and Hazel. And let me bring this up. So that is ticket number. That is ticket number 116. So. I'm going to wreck the computer. Okay. So that's all the prizes. So well done to everyone. 
and I'll be in touch with the everyone uh, tomorrow on that uh, for anyone who won prizes. And yeah, so it's been um, before we leave, I just want to ask you all, what are you all looking forward to in 2021? I'll start with you, Pete. I'm looking forward to Pet Fits, Pet Fits Club getting going big time. We've just launched in the end of November, so we just started really. And I'm just looking forward to it developing. I'm looking forward to answering more Ask Yvette questions from people. And, um, you know, um, if anybody wants to walk on, sign up for your free month and you'll find out more about it. And happy to connect with everybody there. And I'm really looking forward to doing more of that through 2021. That's fantastic. Uh, Carrie, I'll come to you next. I'm looking forward to, I suppose, having our um, volunteers back at our shelter, holding more fundraising events, getting to see all our supporters again, which we haven't been able to do this year. And it, it's really been a shame because we have such a close uh, community of supporters. So, so it be fantastic to look forward to 2020 holding events again and just seeing all the people who help make moderate um, what it is. Fantastic. Uh, Samantha, I'm going to come to you next. I am looking forward to helping the owners, but I'm really looking forward to getting to a dog show or a dog event or a country show or some outdoor event where there are lots of animals. Um, I'm really missing the dog shows and the, and, the, and the dog people at the dog shows. Perfect. And Tim, I'm going to come to you. I think, Daryl, what we like most is just to get back to whatever normal is. So just get over this COVID bump, um, just see people coming back to normality and doing the, the very simple things that we enjoy doing. I think that, that highlights how precious they actually were at the moment. Fantastic. Now, look, I, on behalf of myself and I suppose my uh, two canine co-hosts, one of whom is sound asleep there. I don't know if you can see her. She's uh, sound asleep on the chair. Uh, Millie is there. But I just want to thank everyone who has been so generous with all the spot prizes that they gave us this year. I want to thank everyone who has bought tickets, not just for this event, but for the Santa Claus days, for the uh, last raffle that we did and all over for Christmas, and everyone who has tuned in throughout the year, and all of you guys as well, to all our guests who have been on. It's a pleasure to have so many wonderful people working in the canine industry on with us each week. Thank you, Dara. It's been great. And I'm going to bring back in Miranda now. And guys, a very happy Christmas you, to you all. And I'm going to have Mwern now uh, sing us out. And I just want to take this opportunity uh, to wish everyone that watching and who has watched us a very happy Christmas and a really fantastic 2021. And hopefully this COVID thing will just like go go off that way somewhere yeah. and leave us all be yeah. and we can get on with our back to our normal lives. Hey. So from all of us here at the Big Bear, uh, very good night. Thanks, guys. And I'm going to leave you sing up the show and a very happy Christmas to you and to your mother, who Bohi, who were in contact with us the last few weeks, yeah. and to all your family as well, man. Thanks, Ryan. Happy Christmas to you too. Cool. So I'm just going to sing one last song. And um, if you didn't hear me before, I said I'm going to sing Happy South and Merry Little Christmas. Um, I think I'm just going to kind of say thanks so much for having me. And um, if we do go into another lockdown again after Christmas, keep safe, you know, look after yourselves. Enjoy Christmas and then we'll have to 
unfortunately go back. And uh, so this is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Have yourself a merry little Christmas and your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide day. Next year, all our troubles will be miles away. As in olden days, happy golden days of Faithful friends who are dear to us will be near to us once more. Someday soon, we all be together. The fate So hang a shining star upon the highest Amazon Business Honors, Ricardo Gurgel, owner of Veggie Root Tavern. This week, Ricardo saved big and used Amazon Business to help his team buy commercial deep fryers at a quantity discount. Because even veggies can be fried. I'm going to need two orders of fried fiddleheads. With business buying easier than before, Ricardo now uses his extra time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. Mmm, fiddleheads. Yum.